I got this. The audacity. Oh my god. Yas, bitch. Mic drop. What is wrong with this country? We know you can. But can you not? What's good, Badfish Gang? It's your favorite sweet and sour duo, Kristen and Jen. And we are... Can you not today? I have a feeling we're going to offend some of y'all with this one, but that's okay because the truth can hurt. Today's tumble down the rabbit hole features flexing and how this phenomena... <laughs> I just wanted to say it like that. <laughs> phenomena. <laughs> has had pretty profound phenomena <laughs> <laughs> has had pretty profound effects on modern day culture. There's an old saying many of us are familiar with. You can't judge a book by its cover. But isn't that what covers are for? This topic is like a literal onion, y'all. So many layers. We are here to shed some light and insight over why people our team can't stop, won't stop when it comes to flaunting their wealth. Buckle up, buttercups, because we are going in. But it's not just wealth, though. It's like flexing on everything that you can flex on. Anything that they can possibly flex on, they'll do it. <laughs> Bitch, do you see my new shoelaces? Like, damn, these things are glittery. <laughs> okay, yes, you can have literally like a flex about anything, but generally flex are flexing your lifestyle like a lavish lifestyle haven't you ever heard people say millionaires are millionaires and nobody knows because they're the ones who fucking keep their shit quiet <laughs> and they have all these yachts and then these people who live on credit they're the ones who are like man look at my maserati i just got look at this new cell phone i just got talking about it's paid off but it's finance lying ass bitch <laughs> <laughs> these people literally act like they have so much money but you're paying for it while you're in debt on the other side of the coin a lot of these people do have the money it's not all a front all the time some people this is actually their lifestyle the flex can be subtle it doesn't always have to be like, all of your rolex is laid out in a picture you know what i mean you know Just... what my favorite is all the bands and stacks that are in these pictures that these people take and bands of one dollar bills i'm like bitch <laughs> It's not hundreds, it's ones. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> but you do you. You do you, boo-boo. But even just as you and I, relatively normal people in society, you just scroll on any Instagram feed and it's just there. It's kind of like ingrained into our culture. We just see it every day, whether it's on purpose or not. Yeah, and you know what is crazy? It's that, well, this goes back to our last conversation we had about narcissism. And I think social media just brings out full force the narcissism of people because it's so crazy now. And I think flexing has a lot to do with narcissism. Look at me. I'm hot shit. You know, this is what I got. It's on social media because social media enables that. So I got to thinking when I was preparing this episode, what are the origins of the flex? How did this all begin? To bring it way, way back, this is kind of an evolutionary thing. Animals flex, okay? In the animal world, you want to attract a mate so you keep your species going. Animals do all these crazy dances and shit, like the peacock puff up their feathers, and whoever, you know, has like the prettiest feathers gets the best mate type shit. Wait, well, know? now you're talking about sexual flexing, which is different from material flexing. <laughs> Not necessarily, though, because it's a signaling. Flex 
sexing in the way we're talking about it is a signal. You're signaling to others that you have a certain status. The animals are also doing that too. They're trying to show without necessarily speaking that they're worthy. You see that in life. There's a bunch of different animals that have like weird mating rituals and stuff. The giraffes do like this dance. I'm not really sure. Don't baboons show their hiney? (laughs) Yes, there is. And those things are gross. There is literally Animal Planet in this bitch. I don't ever want to see that in my face. (laughs) A hiney that looks like it got third degree burns on a stove. I'm going to slide that in your DMs later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Come on up, baby. If we want to get down to the true origins, this is kind of a biological thing, almost in a sense. We, as mammals, feel the need to portray our best avatar in real life. We always want to put ourselves in the best light. I guess it can be in a roundabout way to, to find a mate, but in today's society, we're just trying to be relevant. I definitely think there's a correlation between evolution and flexing. So I also came across an article that said, flexing or bragging about your expensive things may stop you from making friends, research shows. Oh yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> looked into that too. And that's something I want to discuss as well, because I feel like it's a very alienating type thing to, to flex on your friends. <laughs> It'll either make you lose friends or it will make people try to come and kill you for what you have because people are fucking jealous. If y'all want to showcase that to the world, that's fine, but just make it known that people will literally kill you for things. <laughs> so be careful well, what you flex about. Just saying. There needs to be like a warning label <laughs> before you post this. Like, do you really want to post this? <laughs> <laughs> you like, might have robbers come to your house later. <laughs> still talking about origins because we're interested in how this all kind of began. There's an economist who introduced the term conspicuous consumption in 1899 in his book, The Theory of the Leisure Class. So basically, he described characteristics of the nouveau riche. Did I say that right? Mr. I don't rich. know. I'm not French. <laughs> I'm not French or rich. So well, I might be, the- but you won't know. <laughs> this was the new rich social class, which emerged as a result of people coming into wealth during the second and Industrial Revolution. This applied to men, women, and families of the upper class who got their great wealth as a means of publicly manifesting their social power and prestige. This has been kind of around for a minute. The whole idea of if you have nice things, if you live a luxurious lifestyle, you're going to perceived as being a more powerful being. That goes back to talking about the millionaires and billionaires who literally don't flex at all and don't even have social media is, and they're probably more powerful than all these people combined who want to flex on Instagram. Well, yeah, but you feel that way because you are, I don't want to say woke, it's so like stereotypical, but you're a little woker than the rest. (laughs) Intelligent. (laughs) Woke is not a good word anymore because anyone can see who they are. But you are in tune with reality and not everyone else is. I think that internal perception is really important and I think people don't really do that anymore and that's the thing that's missing from humanity and i think that's why a lot of things are the way they are people always like to look outside themselves instead of looking inside for sure and this is just a really interesting topic to me because a lot of it is a combination of psychological and just us emulating what we see like monkey see monkey do so 
flexing is really an ego attention seeking type thing. Whether it's positive or negative, whenever you flex, it's always going to cause a reaction. Do you think men flex more than women? I feel like I see more men doing it. I know women do it too, but more, I see more men doing it. I believe that men do it more ostentatiously and women will do it more subtly. It's just a subtle art for women. For instance, Kim Kardashian. A while back, she posted a photo of herself in a vintage Chanel swimsuit. And she's, I mean, her body's baby. She's beautiful. She's doing like a subtle flex. Is it's that a subtle? Vintage, it is. Like an in-your-face flex would be the swimsuit laid out next to the Chanel box. By her at least wearing it, it's basically like saying, you know, this is my life. These are the types of clothes that I get to wear. You know, it's not people that just are taking pictures of designer things and just posting them. You're right. Men kind of do it more in-your-face. That goes back to the evolution you were talking about. Like even male animals. Look at my dick. Woo! Like, you know what I mean? Like, all up in your face with it. Did you ever watch Monsters Incorporated? Yeah, who didn't? I forgot her name, but the old the receptionist lady. lady. Yes, that's the look. <laughs> that face is just what I had pictured in my head. <laughs> For what? Like <laughs> She just was deadpanning the entire time. I'm just imagining if you were a baboon, a male baboon, dancing around you and showing you it's hiding, and your face looking like that. <laughs> that's Not pretty impressed. much my reaction to. <laughs> A lot of things. All right. So some reasons that we might flex. I think a lot of it is psychological. Being popular is a driving force. And that kind of begins at a young age. Oh, my God. You know who probably flexes the most is the people who are unpopular in school. Now they can (laughs) do it. They can be the man or the woman. (laughs) Right. It's like the uh, ugly duckling becomes a beautiful swan. If you get picked on when you're like ugly and you're in school and you become hot later on in life your body is the flex i guess (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you too like i got picked on in school i probably have more money than all of those people who picked on me on the bus combined so guess what y'all suck i know that one of the people who picked on me actually still is with his mom nice life bro (laughs) but i don't flex though like in public i don't go on social media and tell everyone about that and stuff it's different Everyone has something that makes them feel validated and fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you view it, flexing is a validation for some. It's a weird power trip. Also, an offshoot of flexing, people that do the freaking one-upping. You ever like are telling a story to someone and you're like, oh yeah, I broke my leg. And they're like, well, yeah, I fell off a cliff and shattered my entire back. Oh, okay. <laughs> the people who are like, man, I freaking like got so wasted last night and I threw up. And then that one person is like, yeah, well, I threw up five times the same night. Yeah. Why do people do that? That is such a weird flex. <laughs> a lot of the stuff we talk about on our episodes does go back to psychology. And we talk about human behavior for the most part. I wish one of us had a psychology degree. I only took courses briefly because I almost majored in it. But I majored in journalism instead. <laughs> so I've always been deeply deeply in like in love with the idea of psychology and how our brains work i think another one of the reasons that people flex you're saying like the rags to riches impoverished people who struggled growing up and now have the money to flaunt the new social status i can understand that you grew up like dirt poor and now you have money it's just a way to i guess show the world you made it yeah other underlying reasons might be like to grab you a bitch or grab you a man i don't know who would respond to that but people do especially gold diggers i guess but 
I think another part of it also goes back to if you felt inadequate in your early life or in childhood and now you have shit and you want to show it off because now you can feel adequate and you never felt that way before. There's a bunch of different reasons because it just depends on the person. Life kind of imitates art. We are instilled to be obsessed with the lives of the privileged, even from an early age. Do you remember watching Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous with Robin Leach? No, I never watched that show. You never watched that? It's just like, no. he was just this English dude who gave you tours of crazy mansions and such. But this was the 80s, basically the 80s version of MTV Cribs. You live in this fantasy, like you see this on your TV screen at home while you're eating a peanut butter and jelly, and you're like, I want to have a fountain with a swan doing a handstand in my kitchen type shit. (laughs) That was true. And let's talk about the difference between flexing in the age of social media and then before, because we're still old enough to remember like before social media existed. So how did people flex before social media made it so easy? People would actually get their cars, loud cars, and like freaking rev them around other people be like look how loud my car is you know how fancy it is and i don't know social media just makes it so much easier and it also makes it easier for people to fake we need to talk about fake flexing too prior to social media you would flex in real life i guess just it would be real these people would have really have the things before social media yeah or also magazines and other media would kind of feed into it by portraying certain lifestyles and such and i would love some feedback maybe from some other people who aren't Americans to kind of give us some thoughts about how flexing is in your country. Because in America, these people that have nice things are really put on a pedestal if you are wealthy or even seemingly wealthy. It depends where you go. So me and Kristen travel, well, we did before this crap hit the fan. We try to travel internationally. It depends on the country. And I think Europe is the most closely correlated with America. And I think the flexing in Europe is pretty much identical to the flexing here. In other countries like island nations and stuff, they're happy with what they have. And they don't really do any of that. They might have nice things, but they don't brag about it to the extent that Americans and Europeans do. I've visited Jamaica and we went to Costa Rica and we've been to Mexico. Or I have. I think Kristen has. Not yet. Okay. You were going to until this crap. But those people, they, at least from what I've observed, I don't know if he's not live there, but they don't they don't really take it as far as American European. <laughs> yeah, no, these are just observations of our own. But I agree with you. I think there's definitely got to be a correlation with living in maybe a more disconnected, more rustic, beautiful locale versus being integrated into a larger society like America. I think a lot of it has to do with the entertainment industry and Hollywood exists here. It's so ingrained in people that your status matters and these other places, it's not ingrained in them like it is here. There's just, there's such a gap with wealth quality. So few people own so much and I feel that ties into the whole we're always wanting things that we don't have i stand by what i said i think that it's ingrained in americans from the start where they're watching this stuff on tv and listening to the music and stuff all it's about is material shit and i'm like look i'm about my money listen me and god we made a pact when i was in college i said listen god it's either man or money and it needs to be one or the other i'm not even shitting you like i made this pact with god i was in my car 
And I was literally like freaking fed up with everything. And I said, it's either man or money. <laughs> I said, a money. Like, you said man or, or money. I'm like, wait, are you going to the English countryside? Like, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> it's either a man or monies. And by monies, I mean millionaire. <laughs> so listen, that's why I invest. That's why I do this. The money part looks like it's coming along. So man, <laughs> bye-bye. Like Millionaires spend like they're poor and invest like they're rich that's so fucking true the only things i had to my name are fucking the shit in my bedroom and my car i treat myself i go out for happy hours once in a while and stuff but listen i'm gonna be living my best life and later on when these people are 60 they're gonna be struggling i'm gonna be somewhere else freaking in a house on the beach (laughs) and not a lot of people have enough foresight i almost said foreskin wow this is terrible lot of people have that intuition and they just kind of live in the now and the now is money cars bags secure the bag so i'm gonna circle back to the origins because everyone loves a good origin story and i don't know if he coined the term but everyone knows mark twain rest in peace he made an allusion to the whole keeping up with the Joneses idea in one of his essays called The Corn Pone Opinions. It was written in 1901. So this is like over 100 years ago, but it's still really relevant today. I'm going to let you listen to Wait, it. did you say corn pone? That sounds racist. It's called Corn Pone <laughs> Opinions. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I didn't write it. I'm just reading it, okay? (laughs) So the quote goes, The outside influences are always pouring in upon us, and we are always obeying their orders and accepting their verdicts. The Smiths like the new play. The Joneses go to see it, and they copy the Smith verdict. That's interesting. I didn't even know he wrote that. Right, but it's so true because it's like Stepford Wives shit. You want to have a lawn nicer than your neighbors. You want to have a car that's nicer than your neighbors. You want to don't want to be left in the dust. This whole idea, it happens across the world. We're feeding into the consumerism <coughs> machine because we're not happy with some of the basic things we should be happy with, like health or happiness. You know, oh, God, don't happy. get me started on fuck capitalism. Listen, that is literally what capitalism has done, and that is what they have succeeded at. They've drilled it into people's heads that this is you no this is what you do to keep this crap system going (laughs) right it's so intertwined it is flexing is intertwined with capitalism which is intertwined with narcissism and materialistic people and it's it's all a clusterfuck I know, no, I said it earlier. This shit is like an onion. It's so many layers. Like, as I dive deeper into this, I was like, wow, it's more than just posting pics for the gram. It's definitely like a psychological complex issue. I just found it really interesting that someone back then in the early 1900s made such an interesting and thought-provoking view regarding that. Yeah. How do we overcome this? cycle of I have to do this I have to show this I have to be better because I feel like I've transcended that (laughs) because (laughs) I'm not saying (laughs) I'm not gonna say it (laughs) listen I'm not saying I'm better than anyone but I don't flex on social media though you know I don't except for talking to my friends like I keep my shit to myself I think that it's just a certain mindset that you need to have in order to just move forward and be your best self and get all these things but don't show it off when a lot of people don't even have it it's like a lot of people take instagram photos of other people's cars and they post it like it's theirs (laughs) are we all just victims of a higher capitalistic power or no because some of us don't 
don't do that. Right. But some people aren't very strong. They they don't have a ton of impulse control, which brings us to the flip side. When is it okay to flex? I am all about sharing with my networks and such, and I don't necessarily think I try to flex, quote unquote, but Sometimes, you know, you just want to share something you're proud of and it might happen to be something that costs you some money or time or effort. So where do you draw that line between this is a flex versus just being something that you are proud of and you just want to share? I think that it's okay to flex if it's a huge milestone in your life. Buying a house. Go ahead and flex that shit, bitch, because you fucking earned that. Or moving to another country and you want to post pictures of where you went. Flex that shit. But don't fucking every time you buy a new pair of shoes or every time you buy a new lip gloss or every time you sit on the toilet. No one cares. It's all about context. If you have a blog that's related to those types of things, like you collect toilets or you collect <laughs> lip <up>. glosses <laughs> or shoes. Look at this I nice mean... toilet. I'm going to sit on it and demonstrate <laughs> for you. You hear the echo? <laughs> I just personally kind of roll my eyes when I see people on social media constantly posting, I love my new bag and it's expensive like Louis Vuitton. If that's a lot of their content, you're just kind of vapid. And you might not even actually be like that, but that's the way you're portraying yourself online. So I don't really want to mess with people like that. I'm also bougie. Don't get me wrong. Jen will definitely attest <laughs> this to This girl this. is bougie. <laughs> but I don't feel I come off. I'm better than you. Or You're a humble bougie. Okay, insert the humble brag. I definitely feel there's a way to finesse it. You can still be proud of your accomplishments. You can still show that, hey, you have nice things. You can still flex a little bit. We are not saying absolutely no flex zone. But what we are trying to say is there is a, a time and a place. And every freaking day on your Instagram is not the time <clears throat> nor the place. But you know what? I'm not going to sit here and be a total hater. Like, if it makes you happy, then freaking go ahead and do it. I'm just saying it probably won't generate the respect that you think that it will get you if you do it constantly and if you also fake it when you're flexing there's definitely a time and a place and also going back to what i said before if you're flexing just be sure who sees your shit because you never know you might get freaking robbed <laughs> that's a legitimate concern if i ever won the lotto i would be that person that goes to sign the shit with the <laughs> leaves the country on. no no i would i mean i would do that but i would wear that scream mask like that jamaican dude from like a couple years ago i don't want y'all knowing that i have all this money because i feel like people then treat you differently your family's like coming at you with their hands out it just doesn't stop is this something that flexors have to deal with? Y'all have people always up in your inbox asking you for money and help and stuff? I think it's more so celebrities who flex have that problem. Average everyday people who flex, it depends on who they are. Some people will be faking it and like people will know they're faking it so they don't really get any attention. But the other people who actually have shit, they might have people sliding in their DMs. I think it's more with high profile figures who flex that are more targeted. Sometimes flexing isn't always what it seems, though. People that pretend to have designer things, but in reality are buying the knockoffs from Chinatown. <laughs> we see you. <laughs> but again, that feeds into the whole, we feel like we have to have these nice things to sometimes be respected or they want attention. You want to feel important. And it's sad that we will go so far to buy fake shit because that's actually dangerous, y'all. Like the knockoff industry... 
I know y'all are thinking, oh my God, it's such a good fake, blah, blah, blah. It's really dangerous. And the organizations that are often involved in those industries, they are into human trafficking, drug cartels, terrorism. It's really not a good industry to support. If you want designer things, you need to save your money and actually buy real shit. Plus, black market makeup is disgusting and literally filled with rat fecal matter. And don't be trying to buy Kylie Jenner off-brand palettes on Wish. Please do not. <laughs> don't buy anything on Wish, please. Just do everyone a favor. <laughs> what the hell are these products? I don't understand. We do not stand Wish. No, and you know all those products on Wish are made with baby fingers. Freaking <laughs> baby labor. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, just because you're seeing it on social media doesn't necessarily mean it's real. It's like an altered reality. Okay, do you remember Lil Tay, the girl the, the, I hear, the I couple years ago? I remember the name, but I don't really... She was just this over-the-top nine-year-old flexer, and she got pretty huge. She had a couple of million followers on Instagram, and people were doing social media stuff with her, rappers and stuff. She was just standing on cars with bands in her hands and just saying she's got more money than you and type stuff. Okay, so it was all a hoax, though. She was being coached by her real estate agent mom, and the homes and cars were not theirs, but her mom's clients. No shit. People, listen. And whenever it's a fucking adolescent, it's never them. It's just sad, though, that they just used their daughter in such an extreme way. That is called parental flexing. It should be illegal. It's gross. Flexing is definitely alienating. Well, you can also really gauge easily who's fake and who's not with people who flex. <laughs> and I don't want right. to be friends with no fake people. I'm glad to say and thankful to say that in my th- early 30s now that all my friends who I closely associate with are 100% real. I'm a real girl. And uh, <laughs> real boy. <laughs> but it kind of goes back to the whole birds of a feather flock together type thing. It's interesting how we try to be with people within our same class. It kind of goes back to like a social classes type thing. There is a J. Cole lyric where I can't remember it. Like, help me. Where he's talking about. Help like, you. <laughs> what song <laughs> is it? <laughs> talking about. Oh my gosh. Shut up. So there was just an interesting line in the uh, in the song that just kind of stuck with me. Okay, this is it. Okay, but I can't say it. You know all of it because I'm I'm not gonna. I don't get. I don't have permission to say that word, nor would I ever want. We to, pasty white. <laughs> yeah, we not uh, disrespect anybody. I'm I'm half Moroccan. I'm not just like a Caucasian bitch, but <laughs> that still gives me no right. Basically, what good is the bread if my friends is broke? What good is first class if my friends can't sit? And that's so true. If you're alone like, and you have shit, then it's boring as hell. Right. It's lonely at the top. The whole stereotypical like lonely rich girl it really is because once you have your mansion on the beach and once you have everything you wanted if there's no one there with you then what you're just sitting in a mansion that's why (laughs) sitting in a mansion (laughs) that's why we got long-term plans like that's why you have to be humble and find people who share your same goals it goes back to treating people the way you want to be treated the golden rule i literally live my life by that rule i feel like when it comes to flexing we don't always treat people the way we want to be treated whenever you have something that others don't you shouldn't be ashamed of it but i think it is kind of messed up to constantly like barrage your network with all this wealth or all these things that you have when other people might be struggling i think that we need to have real conversations with our children about the dangers of idolizing celebrities and the flexors because it's not like it's not a real reality it's an altered fantasy land 
and these kids are lapping up this crap like it's a Sunday. Mental asylums need to be open up and running again. That's what I think because people are so messed up in the head. But that's just me. <laughs> Throw them all in a mental asylum. Why did we stop having those? Because literally, like, this all goes back to mental state and psychology. And I'm like, dude, listen, we need to get on track with mental health care in this damn country. <laughs> I think it's okay to share a realistic lifestyle with your kids. It's nice to get caught up and swept up into a fantasy. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think it's healthy for children just to see their favorite YouTubers and stuff buy like Maseratis and throw bands all the time and just live this crazy ostentatiously wealthy lifestyle and they try to emulate it or they get caught up in the whole narcissism it's I feel bad for kids these days because they're exposed to all that and we weren't we weren't exposed to all these YouTube videos and channels and all these people right in our face showing everything I wasn't shit I was just freaking climbing damn trees (laughs) you know We were also exposed to things in a smaller scale. For kids, I think a designer clothes, not even designer, but name brand clothes, like Abercrombie and Tommy Hilfiger, or like whatever the hell we were wearing that was the popular brands. Oh my god, brands. Baby Fat and Von, what was it? Von, <laughs> Von Dutch. Von Dutch! That's what I'm saying. Even prior but to social media. that was high media, school though. That was high school. That wasn't even elementary. But it's a real life. We're generally talking about flexing online, but... There is still flexing in real life. You can still be a flexor on and off the camera. That's your first foray into classes. You're realizing, oh, Tommy always has these really nice Patagonia pullovers or whatever the fuck he's wearing. Oh, yeah, North Face. North Face was big in high school. (laughs) And also, remember the Dooney and Bork purses? They're so damn ugly, but... (laughs) I oh my god I, I literally like got on my knees and this is so cringe thanks her for this bag it's how prisoner we are to the capitalist system literally like goes back to psychology but it also goes back to capitalism and like how they brainwash you into thinking that you need all this stuff oh my god people who flex with everything they've got are prisoners of the system that they say they hate and it's so fucking funny it really is this is just wild y'all just having a conversation with you about it and just realizing how deep the rabbit hole to this goes like i feel like we could probably talk about this for a couple more hours yeah there's just so much to we can do a part two (laughs) there's so much to uncover we might not be done with this time for some final thoughts can you not flex all the time we know the line can be blurred between being proud of our accomplishments and sharing them with our networks versus just flexing for the gram we need to have honest conversations regarding materialism and how it affects us consciously and subconsciously i don't think there's anything wrong with wanting nice things and owning nice things but our social status should not be the most important driving force in our lives if any of this conversation offended you we did our job and maybe it's time to update your personality and find some flex free zones to hang out in you know with the peasants we love y'all and remember we know you can but can you not